Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Hi, this is Bill Ratner. I'm the voice of Flint on G.I. Joe, and this is Knowing is Half the Podcast, which is actually an appropriation of the original saying, Knowing is Half the Battle, which was used in a number of public service announcements that have now been burlesqued on YouTube by a number of individuals, and I don't think there's a copyright issue at all. Have a good day. He never gives up, he'll stay till the fight's won, G.I. Joe will dare, G.I. Joe Welcome back to a snow-themed, knowing is half the podcast. Snow-themed? Because it's Iceberg Goes South. My name is Ray Stacanis. I'm Robert Chan. I'm Gina Bolito. And I think that was one of my best intros I've ever done. Thank you very much. It was festive. It's December. We're doing Antarctic episodes what of else, G.I. Joe. What else is snow-themed uh, in this episode of Knowing is Half the Podcast, right? Iceberg. No, no, no. That's in 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 the sh- in in the episode, right? He's snow themed. Uh huh. Snow job. What, what exactly are you asking, Jim? I'm not sure either. I'm just going to keep saying things. There's snow yeah, in the yeah. episode. This is Ray's. Like I a thought toddler. Ray was like this episode of knowing is how the podcast is snow themed because we're doing an episode based on snow and the winter and the Antarctic climate. It's not winter. It's winter here. It's not winter in there. Los Angeles. It's always it's always winter. It's always there. icy. We don't, there. we don't know what time of year it is in the episode, to be fair. Thank you. Thank you, Gina. Somebody's got my back. I'm just saying. And this episode opens with leopard seals. We haven't seen leopard seals since the Pyramid of Darkness. I think they were just regular seals. Are See, you sure? Because they looked exactly like the leopard they didn't seals ha- ex- I remember. Uh, Except for the spots. spots? Yeah. yeah leopard leopard oh, is that right? Spots. Yeah. You can tell. Because their name is Leopard Seals. Oh, wait. Can I, can I just say, did anyone else notice the folksy guitar version of the song at the beginning? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was made what? of magic. Oh, Hold Chan. On. You're in for a treat. <laughs> Everything's cool on this episode. Yeah. All right. All right. I liked it. Uh, yeah, and so I just have snow, and there's a poacher, we think, right? Because she's in a helicopter yep. shooting she's at him, and I'm like, oh, no. Like I hate this. Iceberg's going to have to wail on this uh, this person, and it turns out it's his friend, Mahia. I still hate her. Mahia. She shot that seal. I don't care that's a tranquilizer. And Iceberg just met a girl named Mahia. <laughs> I don't get it. Why is this funny? It's a uh, West you, Side Story <laughs> reference. I get it. Just... I get it. 
Drops out of nowhere. For now I get it. Yes, go on. I just <laughs> met a girl named Mahia. And suddenly that name will never feel the same to me. And to be fair, I've never heard the name Mahia before ever, so it <laughs> won't feel the same to me. Yeah. You haven't, Mon? <laughs> well, Mon, you're That's about right. to find out, Mon. We hey, fi- I, I actually <laughs> thought that this was very good uh, racial inclusivity. Yes. Like two minutes in, we've got we've got a black person, we've got a Jamaican person, I guess. Yeah, she's full Jamaican. Oh, could you not tell Antarctica? that she was Jamaican? But I thought, Mon? like, I was like, ish, but is <laughs> she like what? Like, I don't know. And then also a seal. And <laughs> also, and her dad is a great scientist who's Mom. also fully Jamaican. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And so she has a, a a thing with... How can you tell? He doesn't say mon after literally every sentence. <laughs> hey, mon. How can you tell Iceberg. that he's Jamaican? Nice to see you, mon. I am from Jamaica, mon. I'm I mean, getting that, that this tissue, act- mon. Actual dialogue I've got to get episode. up on this helicopter, mon. Uh, guys, let's give them some credit for their diversity. They're trying, and they're, I appreciate They are trying. That. Fine. Uh, she's got two buttons on her gun, one that says seal and one that says killer whale, and that's foreshadowing, everybody. Uh, mm. I'd like to just point out for the record, for those of you who maybe didn't watch this episode, this is the goddamn craziest episode yeah, of G.I. Joe you we've watch ever it. seen. I loved it, by the way. I, I, alter- I alternated between like, no, animals, and like, yes. Also, it ve- it very much reminded me of an episode of Batman the Animated Series. Well, they wanted they want to do an Island of Dr. Moreau episode of G.I. Joe. Right? That's very clearly what inspired this insanity. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. so they have, because the island of Dr. Moreau is very tropical, but it's an episode that has to involve the snow team. So they decide yeah. to create a jungle terrarium and in Antarctica to do scientific experiments. Yeah, you experiments. could have put that fucker anywhere. Why not put it in Jamaica? <laughs> For example. The whole point I... is to... Is to... Seal like, it all off. So. I feel like this is stuff that they really do places. Do you think there's really a Jamaican themed uh, uh, terrarium yes. jungle in Antarctica right now? Yes, I Again do. Again with the theming. I don't think you <laughs> know what that word he, means. He's like, he's like, oh, they have they have Jamaican theme nights at your commissary where they serve uh, black rice and beans. <laughs> Well, uh, these guys get attacked. Mahia and Iceberg get attacked. The ice gets crushed, and a killer whale, Shamu, comes out of the Arctic yeah. water onto Ooh. land and starts crawling around attacking them. That's I feel great. like, first of all, I feel like that's some karma for shooting that whale, for shooting the seal. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then also, this is this this whale is like that snake from the movie Anaconda. Yes, like moves in ways that uh, not. No, no, not even that because. <laughs> Uh, they get away from it, and it's swimming, uh, swimming around on land. Yeah, uh, goes under. She takes <laughs> off in the helicopter, and the killer whale comes up <laughs> through the ice, exactly like the scene from Dune. Yes, where oh, yeah. the spice harvester takes up, and here comes the sandworm. Um. I mean, it's amazing. And she gets the sample from the whale anyway. Yep. She's basically like, hey, Iceberg, go fight this mutant killer whale that walks on land while I get my sample. Distract him for me. Yeah. Um, Translation, act as bait. Uh Yeah. Uh, Try and get it to murder you (laughs) so that I can do this thing. And at the end of it all, Iceberg's like, so we boning or what? And she's like, hey, man, I don't want tea. Bye. Got no time for tea, man. Got no time for tea. Yeah. I I like her. (laughs) <laughs> I like that she's just. I like that she doesn't feel the feel pressured to be polite when yeah. she doesn't want to go on a date with this guy. Exactly. It's like you think that you can just take me out, buy me uh, some killer whale DNA, and then I'm gonna stoop you. No, that's not how it goes. 
I don't owe you squat. But it feels yeah. like the two of them have a past relationship of some kind. Yeah. I'm not even saying dating relationship, mm-hmm. but maybe they somehow grew up together. No, even though they he's have from definitely Texas. had sex in the past. Do you think they've had sex 100%. in the past? Oh, yeah. Like party sex or like yeah, probably. date date? Uh, My guess is like it was like a two-month relationship. Okay. I feel like the, the Joes have, have women at the places that they're stationed, like where they have bases. Like they have got a p- couple bases here, a couple bases there, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's my girl for when I like land and need a fun time. You are positing the existence of a Jamaican G.I. Joe base, and I'm on board with that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty they're, sure that you know, I want to see all yeah. of these Joes on weed. I want to oh see him getting high. Well, I think we've seen half of them already, to be fair. Just <laughs> well, no, on, explicitly said. on like Benny's and like uppers and stuff. Sure. But like, like totally chilled out. That'd be pretty great. We've got Wild Bill. Come on. We've seen Wild Bill in every permutation. Fair enough. Yeah. Narcotic. Wild, yeah. Physically possible. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she, she rejects the tea and goes off to her base where he mm-hmm. knows the base is there, but didn't even think to reach out to her before this moment. Because mm-hmm. it seemed like they all know it. What they call it? Like the the. Not the terror, the tropodome. The tropodome. Yeah. Well, yeah. His, uh, I thought the Tampa Bay uh, Devil Rays of the Major League Baseball played at the tropodome, but I guess I'm wrong. The her her dad is there, but uh, she, he didn't know that she was there. Okay. And now that she's there, I mean, he's not going to go find her. Go find dad. the dad. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Hey, remember when we boned for a couple of months? <laughs> remember when I was I, fucking your daughter? That was pretty great. Want some tea? <laughs> <laughs> Let's have tea and talk about it some more. Uh, so we cut back to the base, and we got snow job and wetsuit, and there's a, a performance monitor deal that wetsuit's doing. This is a weird, like, C-plot to this episode that it's it serves one purpose, and that's to keep them on the base. But if you don't create the problem in the first place, there's no reason to solve the problem in the writer's room, right? Uh, Gina, I mean, you've written a lot of television. Can you... Uh, it I've seems seen. like they artificially create, we're all leaving soon, which didn't have to be a plot point. Let's see. Sometimes you want to add a little bit of stakes to it. Okay. And then it's going to... Well, I, you have to sort I'll of... Take that. I'll take that as an acceptable answer. <laughs> you, I mean, uh, they, they had to f- get in that uh, um, uh, Wetsuit's got this fancy new uh, uh, wetsuit. Right. Uh, although we come to learn, the only thing fancy about it is it has rotors and flippers. Oh, uh, flippers that go out when you talk to them. By the way, <laughs> well, no, when you press a button, a flipper button, a flipper button. It was this is 1986 space age technology oh, we're talking here. I want to know why is wetsuit even there? That is a weird place to. T- I, I mean, I guess it's like uh, for the same reason as the tropodome. Uh, I feel like. <sighs> If you're planning to uh, like build a dome for, say, Mars, like let's find the least hospitable area mm-hmm. and then build it and see if it stands up to it. So wetsuit's got this new suit. Like, what's the shittiest place you could possibly put it? Uh, the Arctic, you know. But he's going cold. into yes. like the the Arct- Antarctic. I think it's Antarctica. I think, but he goes into the Arctic waters. Like, w- there's parts of his skin fully yeah. exposed in Which this outfit. They say several times through this episode. Oh God, if you're a human in that water, you're gonna you're, freeze you're to dead. death and yeah. die mm-hmm. immediately. And several yeah. times we see humans in that water. Mm-hmm. Very much so. There's also a weird moment where. Uh, 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 <laughs> I could maybe maybe give you some sound polls right here because he's just like, hey, why don't you go tell Beachhead this thing? Uh, and then he'll probably say this, and then he and then he cuts to Beachhead immediately saying the thing that they they were talking he knows about. Knows him well. Oh, we yeah. also see a photo of a blonde on Beachhead's desk. Did anyone spot that? Oh, yep. No, I uh, did. In not. all caps, I had who is that girl yes. in the picture? Yeah, I couldn't tell if it's a daughter, a love interest. It's got to be a love interest, right? Like I, Beachhead. She looked a little kids. young, but I can't yeah. tell how old Beachhead is. I didn't see the picture, so I'll take um, your guys' word for it. I'm just I'm just saying she looks a little young, so either he 
likes them young. But also, I have no concept of how old this cartoon man is. I, mean, I, I assume every person in here is in their early 30s. I just that, assume. I, I, mean, I, think, be- I think that's a big assumption because like Lady J, to me, I'd put her at like 24. What? Oh, yeah. no. Much older. I think Lady J's got the wiles of a, uh, an older yeah. woman. And Beachhead definitely feels like he's been around a bit. Like, uh, you don't get to be boss without... It doesn't know. say their ages in their character cards? It does not. No. Damn. Because um, then you're going to have to like keep on updating it every year. Well, you know, year. I mean, no. we, we know the show takes place in 1986. We know that Mainframe fought in Vietnam, which puts his age being born around 19, what, 50? Ish. Ish. And so that puts him being in his mid to late 30s by the time. The, the photo Joe of the picture around. of the girl on his desk looks too old to be his daughter. Okay. In my opinion. And too young to be his lover. I mean, have you seen Gilmore Girls? Like, you, you can have like a real young uh, parent. And I then, guess. Uh, you know, you're still dealing with the consequences and ramifications of that. She could definitely be. I'm like clearly going to have to go yeah. back. Guys, okay, like so <laughs> we haven't done this in a while, but hashtag. Hashtag daughter. Hashtag old daughter or hashtag young girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is it, everybody? Daughter. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, sorry, we were going to cast you the role of daughter, but you're too You're too old. <laughs> You got wrinkles on your face. You could never be someone's daughter. I, it's more intriguing to me if it's his if it's his lover. Then that's what it is. <laughs> but it's also grosser. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Go back and look at the picture, Ray. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back, guys. We'll, for know your Joe, I'll go back unless Chan pulls it up. As always, is what happens when I say I'll look for something up for the next episode. I'm Chan, a minute later, just up. turns and shows me a picture. I would like. I'm just gonna take a ten, I, ten second tangent to go dark, Gina, on this one. Oh God! <laughs> I would love it if this is like a whole subplot that he 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 has a proclivity for young women. And then maybe one day, young women in the neighborhood start going missing, and they have to sit him down and be like, "Hey, is this sit him is down? This like you? Is this you? We all hey, know buddy. we don't talk about it. It turns out it's not him, but he's outed as like liking young women, and his darkest secret is outed. But then he, but then since he's not the kidnapper slash murderer, because they're all murdered. I see. <laughs> he, I- so he still goes to jail for child pornography, is what you're saying. <laughs> no, I was saying he goes back to leading the Joes, but everyone has less respect for him because they know that that one time he fingered a 16 and a half year old. Oh, Jesus. I was actually thinking it makes sense for Beachhead to want to date younger women because they're the only ones who will put up with his like aggressive bullshit because they won't know any better. Uh, you know what I'm saying, Aww. though? Like, Because he, he can be like dominant over Aww. their personality. And, and the young girls don't have the yeah. self-esteem yet. To right. Tell them I'll tell you what. They need I a guy like older women who who <laughs> would f- do the same thing. There's just something about you. You got daddy issues, and you look for someone who's you know who's that way. Beachhead definitely can find but plenty of women. Aren't, can there be plenty of women out there that we know who are a little bit you know out, outside of being young women who have had those beachheads in their lives that have helped <laughs> make them the person that they are today? Yep. <sighs> <laughs> you mean, you mean, no, uh, no joke here. Women with reality. Women turn them into predators. Yes. Women with beachhead issues. I think that's what we know a lot hashtag, of them. Hashtag women with beachhead issues. <laughs> I mean, they only keep him around because he gives good beachhead. Nope. Nope. No, that nope. didn't work. Uh, nope. Too far. Also, that's a hard thing to do because you got sand and, and, and salty water, which dehydrates you. Um, I think we've talked enough about the picture on the desk for two seconds. Uh, I will say the only screenshot I did take from this episode yes. was uh, when uh, um, Iceberg was being transformed. And as it was happening, I was like, what 
did I just see? And I backed it up and I got a screenshot of it because I was like, yeah, he definitely, Mindbender definitely turned him into a giant penis. Uh, he's got torn clothes Wait. like he's hulking out into a giant penis. Chan, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. That's the magic of this episode uh, coming to full, uh, full this crazy is why fruition. I loved it. This is why I loved it, because you guys know I like the crazy ones. I will also say right now in my notes is when I wrote, Wait, who the hell is B-Chan? <laughs> oh, God damn it, Tina. We've had no, like no, 19 wait, who discussions. The hell is Iceberg. Iceberg, okay. But I also don't... B-Chan's the guy with the green thing on his head? Yes, he's the guy with the yes, green... Who does not wear deodorant. He, he hides his face because he's a pedophile. Because oh, he's got one of those pencil-thin mustaches. Yeah, and he's supposed to go door-to-door and knock on doors and tell everyone. I, I like the idea that he goes door-to-door and his picture that he gives them is him with the, <laughs> with ski, the mask ski mask on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it off. Court order. It's what I wear anyway. You may as well see me like that. Uh, need a babysitter. <laughs> uh, we go up to the Tropodome. And I sort of got it. My first thought was like, are there fucking primords here? Are oh, these yeah. primords from the jungle episode? I yeah. knew it was a, it was werewolf, a werewolf, which I don't know if anyone... There's been a few episodes of Batman the Animated Series with which deal with like half man, half half animal things. There was it's a scientist that turned him into... Man-bat? Turned himself into man-bat, yeah. yeah. And his, but his wife was actually... Uh, the one who 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 ended up being the first bat, but also there was one of my favorite episodes, which ends... wait a minute, did they call her woman bat? I can't remember because the whole episode you're assuming it's the man the man scientist, but really it's his it's his wife who like accidentally cut herself on like a piece of glass and the and the bat serum got into her. Uh-oh. Uh oh. And then later on they bring they bring one of them back, and now I think the husband is now has now turned into a bat or something. I don't know why they didn't learn their lesson. But one of my favorite episodes is is where Catwoman gets turned into a sort of half woman half cat thing. Hot. Uh, because there is this Island of Dr. Moreau-like thing, and this reminds me of that episode, and it ends with uh, Batman reciting Tiger, Tiger, Burning Bright. Ooh. It's a very well, good episode. Go. Speaking right. of guys who don't recite poetry, Dr. Mindbender's here. He could if he uh, wanted to. He could if he wanted that to. That dude absolutely <laughs> recites poetry. Do you think he's a big poetry guy? Oh, yeah. Two roads diverged into a wood. I took the one that turns iceberg into a killer whale, and it has made all the difference. Ugh, Want so a piece of alert. gum? <laughs> also, this woman is a lot hotter than I thought she was when she takes off her Yeah, her what's up with suit. that? She takes off the snowsuit to reveal island girl attire. I mean, she's in, like, island in temperature. In tropical place, but it's like you are in a professional environment. Yeah, she should have been <laughs> rocking, like, bicycle shorts and a t-shirt or something. Just something, you know? It just it seemed to me, like, wildly unprofessional to turn into a native girl. I don't care about professionality, but I do care that, like, if you're being menaced by a person who's invaded your dome... I'm going to put on a pair of running shoes yeah. and some workout clothes uh, uh, like on the off chance that I will be able to kick that dude's ass. Well, and so we also learned that so he's got animals of all different cobra dudes uh, who've been transformed into animals of all kinds. We got like werewolf, uh, werewolf dudes. We get walrus dudes. Uh, oh, you know. they're all cute. Yeah. So one of those name is Fritz. And I was just like, what yeah. a unique no, no, thing. that's that's uh, is that a normal name. Uh, that's for like werewolves? a werewolf. I believe in Harry Potter, actually, one of the werewolves is named Fritz, but it is a common werewolf name. I'm not sure why. I've never heard of that before. That's amazing. Uh, it, it is the the name of werewolf in a lot of the werewolf stuff that I read. Also, uh, a clever name, Doctor. I think they said Wendigo. Wendigos. Wendigos. Uh, which is which is like the Wendigo. Which, if anyone knows, I do not. Uh, uh, lore, the Wendigo is a creature that that sort of calls out to to travelers in the woods and lures them away, and then and then eats them. 
Uh, and he and uh, it sort of looks like a werewolf, but it's it's just like a, a demon soul eater. A thing. Wendigo is a cursed uh, Native American mm-hmm. spirit. Uh, someone who is really? uh, is a cannibal mm-hmm. who eats yeah. human flesh is turned into a Wendigo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you look up images of them, they often look like werewolves. Uh, if you look up images of them, you will get Wendigo from Alpha Flight, which is a character uh, from uh, oh, 80s comics. But that also means that her name is Mahia Wendigos. Which yeah. is maybe one of the most fun names we've seen in all of G.I. Joe. Yeah. I feel bad for these poor animal abominations. Well, they did sign but, up for it. It's a little bit like the Mara deal where they turned her into the fish woman. I she guess was a their Cobra agents yeah. who you know, they maybe didn't know exactly what they were signing up for. I feel but bad they for the cobra. animal part of them, not the cobra man part of them. Uh I believe they're both getting the best of both worlds. They get the human brain and the awesome animal uh uh physical whatever i guess that's true they get an- which what part do you think their dick is because that i bet that werewolf would have like a spiky barbed penis i thought that was a cat that is a cat but also like wolves do this thing where when they're when they're boning they like lock together so that the the female wolf can't run away and then bone another another wolf right after so like that penis somehow gets locked into that wolf that wolf for woman. what what for like days? No, like I I don't know how long it is. Let me let me see. I remember watching part of a, do- a nature documentary. No, there's uh, a thing where the, they actually like have barbs at the end of their penis. That's a cat that, thing. I, yeah, that might be a cat thing, but it's also it's a I, wolf werewolf thing. All right, uh, I'm gonna Google wolf penis. And uh, have you guys not gotten for real though? Have you guys not looked into this Twilight fan fiction of man on man uh, Jacob and Edward having boning? There are that's like part of the deal of the. Fan and fiction oh that oh. it's like you mm-hmm. can't get him off of you because once he's in he's the, it's disgusting don't get me wrong yeah. i don't want any part of this fan fiction yeah but that is an, an integral part of werewolf jacob fan fiction. oh i don't think it's barbed it just says the penis expands and the vulva contracts so mating dogs and wolves get stuck also called a tie it is thought that that it is a way to ensure that the impregnation is completed and other males do not mate during the process this can last up to half an hour oh my god that sounds like imagine like you're done and then you're just like stuck there inside for like a half hour be like yeah, what do well, you even talk a- about it says after ejaculation the penis stays there for 15 to 30 minutes so oh my yeah goodness. yeah I, I I feel like that. So we're would... talking like this. Is this sort of thing, <laughs> thing we're talking about? Oh God damn it! Chan <laughs> found furry porn. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know why I really thought we were going to get through this episode without looking at furry porn. I really did. Like part of me was like, I I'm I'm outraged, even, and I'm like, why? Even in the normal episodes, we we look at furry. <laughs> we porn. get pretty close, and now we have a literal episode where yeah. Uh, so uh, do we notice that uh, uh, Iceberg is hanging out? He can't get into the uh, uh, Tropodome, so he's hanging out. So he starts reading yeah. the Rise the and Fall rise of, and of the Roman, Roman Empire. Empire. Just a little light reading. Before we even get to that, yes, uh, dude's like, you want to let me in? Cool. I'm going to build an igloo. <laughs> uh, that is not a, like a five-minute process. I feel like if he were on land, normal, you know, like if they were hanging – like when they were in Jamaica and he was at his base and she was living in her house, he was like, hey, baby, can I, uh, you know, like, uh, hey, how you doing? Can I take you out? She's like, oh, geez, I'm sorry. I'm really busy. I got work to do right now. Okay, cool. I'm going to build a hut in your front yard and wait here until you come out. That is some 80s romantic comedy, teen romantic comedy yeah. stuff right there, right? Right. That's uh, that's uh, Patrick Swayze singing "I'm Henry the Eighth, I Am" over and over to Demi Moore and Ghost until she agrees to go on one date with him. Does that work? 
they get married and then they're then they're dead lovers. <laughs> and then, he's and dead. then the love continues on after death. Yeah. So I guess that's well. <laughs> do we think? Do we think that Mahia dropped the vial on purpose? Because that yes. was what yes. I originally thought. But then later on, she's like, I don't know what he's doing here. And, yeah, because yeah. she she can't admit I invited the Joes to this I know, Cobra but base it's never to ruin explicitly it. laid out. I feel like maybe that was going to be a plot point that they put in there and then they cut out, sort of. No, I think that she was worried like already that he's not going to follow after me. But if I leave my hanky behind, in this case, sealed DNA, right? Mm-hmm. She seemed her face seemed shocked when he showed up. I think I think that was for the camera. I really <laughs> do. Well, yeah, and also also yeah, also she was surrounded by cobras. Yeah. Um. So he's like, "Oh, I have no idea how that guy came oh, to, no. to show Joe's up to save me." Whoa. Oh. Yeah. And then uh, I forgets attacked by a bunch of wolfmen while reading Rise and Fall of the Roman Empire yeah. because this episode could not just get weirder. There it is. Yeah. I don't know. You people keep saying that it's a weird episode. I I thought it was a fantastic episode. Oh, it was great. And also, I just thought it was like totally normal. <laughs> like, yeah, this is exactly what I would expect from GI Joe. Like, again, the benchmark is Greek gods. So this or Egyptian gods? It's the, the gods below, they go down and they meet all the actual Egyptian gods who are totally real and warp them through space and time. Right. Uh, but I'm talking about... Given that, splicing wolf the, DNA. The yeah. Greek god episode, which is a thousand oh. times oh, weirder than the... Uh, the one we watched, we haven't done episode. yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, that's okay. also... Oh, that might be I even weirder. I the weirdest episode ever. It's, uh, coming. it's coming up in only a few episodes. Oh, is this uh, I will say the, the... When we cut back to the Joes and they're like, oh, by the way, the uh, Icebreakers... What's his name? Iceberg. Iceberg. Or Icebreakers <laughs> gum. You know, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Care for some gum, Icebreakers? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I will say, like, they're like, oh, Iceberg's missing. And they, again, never seem all that concerned no. when Joes go missing. They, I think their response is basically like, hey, uh, we haven't heard from Iceberg in a while. They make a joke about they how say, he's probably porking the Jamaican girl. Yeah. That's my whole point. Is that, oh, he's probably boning that chick he met. But my question is, we always see them go missing and it be for a horrible reason. We've literally never seen them go missing and have it be... An innocuous reason. Well, Why do they always assume it's an innocuous reason? Maybe those are the episodes that don't make it to air. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's one of those still around camping, like, haven't heard from Leatherneck all day. And oh, wait, just, just got a text. He's, he's in, like, a sex club. <laughs> you know, he's in a sex club. He doesn't want to be bothered. It's him time. Uh, and you know what? you got to respect that. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. You're looking at Cobra Steel supersonic jet, the Raven. Cobra Raven! Cobra Raven! There's no haven from the Cobra Raven! Two jet engines, a drop-down cockpit, a hidden bomb port. Now you know it's got twin rear guns and a one-man drone. And it's on the lookout for G.I. Joe! G.I. Joe! Live the adventure of G.I. Joe. Cobra Raven comes with what you see here. Other figures sold separately. Yeah, Joe! Now, back to G.I. Joe. I don't like so, this next part where a bird gets eaten. Well, okay. So we get this thing here. We learned the science behind that. Chan, I'm going to really need to lean on you for this one here. <laughs> sure. We learned the science behind this animal mutation. So they splice human the humans with the DNA of the animals, mm-hmm. and they turn into these freakish wild animal monsters. Yes. But if they, and, they, and they feed them synthetic protein as food because if they eat real meat. Tofu. Yeah. If they eat real meat, they will immediately revert back to humans again. What's the science behind that? I'm a little curious. Uh, the science is if you eat tofu, yes, you will turn into a 
weird animal hybrid this monster. Is, this is a very pro pro meat episode. <laughs> is it uh, not? Like, remember, no matter how much how hungry you are, don't eat that tofu. And then at the end, she's like, "Oh, regular meat will save you." Paid for by the Association of Meat Growers Anonymous. <laughs> Isn't it just if you're really into tofu, you are a monster? <laughs> Isn't that what we're trying to say? Yeah. I do want to say that I thought it was weird that uh, they were making synthetic protein and. Um, Dr. Mindbender was cooking it in a cauldron <laughs> like a witch <laughs> from Macbeth. I, I like the uh, I like the idea that he but, went to Cos Plus World Market in and like was like, ooh, okay, what goes with my decor? Oh, that's so cute. Little cauldrons. I can have a little cauldron teapot. I can have a little cauldron on my oven. And he just like bought the whole theme. I'm loving it. I'm loving every single day. The uh, uh, <laughs> cauldron theme. Why do we keep bringing it, come back to the theme word? Um, I, later on in the episode, when he uh, tries to feed Iceberg, uh, Ice, Ice Borga, uh, he has a big old pot of bubbling stew, tofu stew. Look really good, honestly. Yeah, I, I agreed. I'm calling Noodle Monster right now and ordering their <laughs> synthetic protein uh, <laughs> dish. Uh, how come the Cobra guys don't care for some Satan, yeah. Joe? <laughs> I, my big question from this scene is why don't the Cobra guys eat each other? <laughs> like you? Well, could... they don't. They 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 have enough like knowledge to know what they're doing. Also, but it's just like sometimes the hunger overcomes them. But they're made of meat. Right. But they also have the uh, the weird DNA shit in them. So you can't eat each other because. That's is that right? Is that the science behind it? But also it. they don't want to be turned back. Yeah. And fucking they be an awesome wolf a burger. Thing. I just feel bad for like the walrus dudes because they do not look like they're having a good time. No, they just want a burger. They don't want. They signed up for this. But also I will. I would like to see Dr. Mindbender at my local farmer's market. <laughs> <laughs> selling his meat alternative products and yep. giving me samples right next to the guy who sells the Korean food. Definitely once uh Cobra went under, that's that's what he that's <laughs> what, what he went he to do. He went to Studio City, <laughs> oh got himself a, a tent at the farmer's market. Oh, I love every it. Every Sunday. They used to let him sell fresh coconuts, but then they were like, ah, you know, it's technically food. Care for some kimchi, Joe? I mean, <laughs> Los Angelino? <laughs> I like to put it with the seaweed salad. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the goat uh, yogurt. Can I just say the sheep it's yogurt? So, oh, so good. Ooh, I gotta go again. It's the this best. Sunday. It's the best. Uh, okay, so we, we've done this whole scene in the Tropodome, and then uh, we've talked later in the episode. We mentioned it, but um, if you go in the water for like one second, you die, and immediately wetsuit and snow job get thrown right into the water. But, they but don't they have, have wetsuits on though? I mean, uh, the wetsuit does. <laughs> snow job is wearing like snow gear. Oh uh, yeah, which is warm. Which I, yeah. yeah, but as soon as that ca- crap gets wet and water seeps but, into it, uh, yeah, B- unless you have a button that makes it inflatable. Yeah, what? Okay, I need to understand this. He yep. all of a sudden he becomes Weird Al Yankovic in the yep. Fat video. He pulls a thing and then he becomes like a super gigantic Michelin Man snow job. Thing, all the Joes have that. All I, of the Joes they all have uniforms that? do that. I did not understand what I was seeing when he was lying on the ground, and I thought he just they just drew him fat. <laughs> That's what I thought too. I said right here. I just have. Is he just fat? Did he just get fat for this <laughs> yeah. episode? Like I thought I missed the line about how like oh this 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 uh, Arctic life isn't treating you too well because he's not super inflated. He's just sort of chunky. <laughs> yeah, and and then he deflates, and I was like, what the fuck was that? 
did you did you miss the part where he was underwater? And yeah, the I only saw. I only took note of it when he was on the ground in front of the cobras, and I was like, "Why does he look so chubby?" <laughs> and, then, and you're like, he had those washboard abs before. It's sad to see Snowjob yeah. let himself go. Yeah, which again, by the way, Doctor Mindbender. I realize he's in a hot jungle but he's also in the middle of the arctic and he is still just wearing the cape he's rocking the cape man dude you gotta look he's committed to a you look got a signature look yeah you got cauldrons you gotta play that shit up he's like those women who like found a good shade of lipstick on them in 1987 and now they're 60 they're still wearing that same shade of lipstick yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. good washboard abs never go out of style gina <laughs> I guarantee, goddamn, you if I had those, I would be topless right now, and I would be topless every time you saw me. <laughs> you get a, Wear you get a, a cape. you get a table at the farmers market and, mm-hmm. and use your abs to cut some <laughs> artisan cheese. Oh, maybe Doctor Mindbender is like sensitive about his butt. That's why he wears the cape. He knows oh, the, the abs work, but he feels like his his butt's not oh, that good. Not, he, he, he hasn't he hasn't been doing butt. leg work yeah. at the gym. Enough. He's only doing crunches all day. Yeah. He, he's got to work those legs. Um, so, okay. So <laughs> so this is where we kind of go off the rails a little bit. This is where? This is the moment. We've seen walrus men. But this is where? Oh, yeah. This is this whole part makes no sense to me. It, I was having trouble with it. Iceberg gets strapped to the machine, and mm-hmm. they're going to inject him with killer whale DNA to right. see what happens. Which but way- he says, Mahia must watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing, because that does seem like something that sick fuck Mindbender okay, would do. Okay. He probably knows they banged. He probably knows that they've uh, banged okay. before. And he's like, yeah, uh, you're going to watch it. But my question is, in every other case so far, when this DNA is injected into someone, you are part human, yes. part animal. Yes, yep. you are. Yeah. But for some reason, mm-hmm. Iceberg is 100% whale. <laughs> I, I was trying to say, because obviously... The real answer is half human, half orca would be disgusting and awful and weird. <laughs> no. And they might even have tried to draw it. And then they're like, what? No, this is no. No, but- I wanted to see it. I wanted to see whale head, human body. <laughs> I just, uh, maybe because whales are so big, their DNA is so big <laughs> that it just overwhelmed icebergs. Yeah, DNA. their double helix is much is larger that, than ours. Is that how I, I DNA was really- works? Throughout this sequence, really looking forward to the finished product. And then I wrote, so he's dot, 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 just a whale? <laughs> what I'm wondering is if maybe that wasn't the goal all along, is to have a human brain inside a fully animal body. And these uh, everything else beforehand is like uh, not right. Like we're working on it and these are the things that uh... – Here's what I'll say. They're playing fast and loose with protein here because <laughs> with the word protein, because if you're if you're actually a killer whale and you're f- going through the ocean, you're going to get some krill in that shit. Well, yeah, you're going to get like you're going to just be swallowing all sorts of proteins. <laughs> you're just going to open that it. whale mouth God and protein. It. Hot protein is going to stream <laughs> down your whale throat. And you're going to turn back to a human uh, that's full well, of Well, that was proteins. one of the concerns that when he gets loose eventually and they're just like, if he just accidentally eats a fish, he's fucked. Yeah, I would argue he's accidentally eating a crap load of stuff. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I mean, it has to be a significant amount. Yeah, I don't I don't know. that. Well, one, the amount of uh, meat she puts into his mouth at the end is teeny tiny. It's like a burger size. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing is also like I don't ham. I don't think there's as much protein in the ocean as you think there is gina listen i've 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 been jizzing into the ocean since i was since i was a wee lad (laughs) 
Uh, to moving on. <laughs> What do you guys make of the laughing otter in this scene? Because I really feel like the one cobra oh. dude who's an otter who's just like laughing <laughs> like those guys in Song of the South. So terrifying. But also, it took me a really long time to realize he was an otter. I thought he was just a misshapen bear. <laughs> oh, you just thought he was just an ugly dude. Uh, Until I saw his tail. And then I was like, what kind of bear has a tail like guys, that? Guys, I totally don't know which one you're talking about. Because <laughs> you I, thought he was a bear, 100% probably. given the option. <laughs> Would ask to be turned into a half man, half otter. Instead of otters a bear? are awesome. Do, do we have the sound clip of him laughing? Like it was really like you. It, you you got to see it this was otter. Memorable. Where, where was it? Because it was like, right after he he's gets changing. Yeah, yeah. He changes, and then Otter Man goes. <laughs> he, he's like the Igor of the scene. Like to Doctor Mindbender's. Like you know, you need that little guy like laughing. Yeah. Laughing. Uh, uh, I want. I want to know why there's only one otter. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That is it. That is an actor doing work right yeah, there. I, I loved love it. it. I would. That is that is my normal laugh. <laughs> so I definitely think that I would be an otter. Uh, wait. Okay. Uh, what what would you what would you want to be turned into, Gina? It's it's definitely like a, an Arctic animal, right? Uh, no, 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 no. Anything. Anything oh, on the table. Oh, oh, if it's anything is on the table. Because Gina, otters aren't in the Arctic. Just so you but know, they're in the water. They're water. It count, it's legit. It I would hands down choose any large cat. Okay. Uh, I would. I feel like you. I, I would still get to sort of be sexy. Mm-hmm. I would. I would probably be like super fast. I don't have too many natural predators. I don't know if big cats really have any predators other than those fuckers I mean, that pay to go and shoot them. The, I, I think the, the uh, <laughs> your your issue with predators, you don't have to worry about that because there is no natural predator for a a half man half uh, tiger. <laughs> I don't know. That's a really interesting. I think I just take whatever I get. I mean, the cats oh, are obviously great. Oh, that's such great, a Ray thing. But I, I mean, I'd just be happy being any animal. I, I got bored halfway through the survey of what kind of animal I would be. Just give me whatever's left <laughs> well, over. Ah, realistically, you got some duck, duck-billed platypus. I'll yeah, take wait, it. wait, what was the po- what was the survey we were doing that was like thirty? Oh, what Muppet were you want to be? Muppet, oh, like a yeah. thirty questions long. It took forever because it was so slow. Uh, I also did not like it. The, I did not uh, like the outcome. I'm, yeah, I don't. I don't agree with it. Keeping it real though, I'd probably want to be like a, a a large bird of prey because I would like the idea of flying. I think that would be kind of cool. But realistically, I would just end up as one of those sad walrus men. <laughs> Just with giant it's tusks what do you and whiskers. Want to be not has life mm, you beaten you like down a, enough, so you're resigned. You to look be. like a walrus. I just know what I'm going to end up with, so I might as well be happy with it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chan. That, wait, 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 wait. Are you reciting your wedding vows to us? What is <laughs> that, that was literally my wedding vows. <laughs> Chan, what about buzz, you? Buzz, buzz. <laughs> I already told you. Oh. An otter. He'd That's be an it? Otter. Out of all the animals, you would defini- definitively choose an Did otter? Did you not Dude. hear that laugh? Who's having the most fun you're in just, this whole experience? Just... <laughs> you're just laughing and cracking oysters on your belly. You guys, yeah. I got a theory. I got a theory. What if the Cobra soldier who got turned into the otter... Is Cobra Commander. No. It's the guy who was reading Cobra Life magazine. <laughs> what if it was... <laughs> Ooh. What if that is the same? Wait, Can we, we hear him back to back? Back to back. Okay, okay, Cobra, Cobra Life guy. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, and Otter Man. Otter guy. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I think it's the same guy. Ooh. I'm just gonna go ahead and put it out Ooh. there. 
I absolutely believe he got reassigned because he was already at an Arctic base, wasn't he? Because he was uh, uh, was that he was at some underwater base. I'll take well, then it. He is my favorite Cobra because he finds joy in every job he does. Gina, please write an Amazon World's novella called My Favorite Cobra. <laughs> my favorite Cobra. Uh, okay. They try to they try to reassign him and beat him down, but he's always too joyous. <laughs> they reassign him to the shittiest base after the shittiest base. There's no laughing in Cobra. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, and so Snowjob is watching this whole thing, and he's so cold. I gotta stay awake, and I just is that a thing when you get cold, you get oh sleepy? yeah, duh, yes. Ray. Haven't you ever had the call of the wild? Hypothermia. The call I, of the fucking wild man. Dude. I left Michigan for a reason. God, I don't want to be cold it's, anymore. It's why it's supposed to be a very pleasant death. Oh. Because basically you get super cold, which sucks, but then eventually you're like, oh, wow, I'm not cold anymore. I'm like uh, kind of warm and yeah. fuzzy. You go into and like, a like weird ooh, shock I'm going gonna, gonna to take a little nap here, and then you go to sleep and you die. Oh, Jesus. It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, what was that? It wasn't, it wasn't, Call of the Wild did touch on this, but there's that, there's that short story. I think it was also Jack, Jack London called To Build a Fire. And Whoa. it's just about a guy that like took takes a takes a dog like into into the wintry forest and realizes he's freezing to death and then has to build a fire before he dies. Oh, I Spoiler thought you were alert! Say he cuts open the dog and, and he, I really he thought tries we were going to. Bantha. He yeah. tries to at some point. He 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 re, he tries to grab the dog and the dog's like fuck no. <laughs> uh, it runs away. And and spoiler alert, the guy dies. He he manages to build a fire, Ooh, no ends up ends up not now. realizing in his fuzzy state that he built it under a tree, so the snow falls oh, on it and puts it out. It's a very it's I think depressing. I read it in like ninth grade. It was like one of those like you have to read this crap, but it was very compelling. <laughs> well, I guess I think it's weird because Snowjob is wearing the exact same gear he was wearing when he fell into the water, and maybe that's why he's so cold in there. Because uh, uh, because it's wet now. I'm I'm trying to make sense of why he's so much colder. Not in the Arctic water. He definitely as he would be does otherwise. fall asleep at some point, though. Yeah, he and, ends and up that's not. Sane. And by the way, if you're if you're at the point where you fall asleep, you don't just get rescued and then immediately be fine. Two minutes later, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. <laughs> like you you have some shit that you're you gotta well, fix up. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, also it's warmer out there. Like yeah, they, that room is specifically a cooler room. To, it is. I guess, well, put people in hypothermia because you need a cooler room when you're in the Arctic. Yeah, but that's not that's that's yeah. I think I I I don't know. I know that with hypothermia, you got to do a lot of crap to get to make sure that limbs aren't lost and this and that. So I think if he was sleepy, you know, he might have some problems later on. Yikes! So we're talking full brain damage. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, so G.I. Joe figures out there's something up. Uh, they just sort of do. They're, so they go to the Tropodome, and this this plan uh, from G.I. Joe is maybe one of their most interesting. They camp a whole bunch of people out by the front door mm-hmm. and then send Lady J by uh-huh. herself on a parachute, mm-hmm. and she needs to parachute down on top of the, the, the Tropodome, yep. yeah. throw a javelin at the junction box at an mm-hmm. insane percentage yeah. uh, shot. Mm-hmm. As she's falling, As she's through, falling the through the air. And then yep. the thing will open up just enough time mm-hmm. just long enough for not only the front door to open so all the joes come in that will open a, a, a top door yeah and it'll open just long enough for Wait her to get oh, caught oh did the was the bottom door opening predicated on her getting through the top I think door? that it was yeah because i was like wait, wait a minute two doors? Oh. why didn't they just why didn't they just let lady J in through the bottom door why'd they make her i was wondering that too jo- I believe that's where they uh, obviously when you have an Arctic t- tropodome, you put the one box on the very top of it to open the front door. 
I don't. I feel like we saw. Did we not see? Oh, I guess because she has a helicopter that she flies in. I don't know. All I know is that when she lands and her parachute gets stuck, uh-huh. I don't know why she doesn't immediately either cut the parachute or take the parachute off. Uh, because she's 30 feet up she's and a up fall there. like that would kill a human being. Uh, not in G.I. Joe. But more importantly, <laughs> she looks down and immediately sees a werewolf yep. and is like, ugh, great, just what I need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas like any other person would be like, oh my God, what the hell is that? What is happening? Why is there a thing? Okay. Is he wearing a mask? All right. Am I going insane? Am I going insane? Uh, to be fair, this is like only the seventh weirdest thing Lady J's <laughs> seen in her G.I. Joe career. That's true. At this point, she's she is up for whatever. She's yeah. Lady J. She's great. But she's got a sleep gas grenade, uh-huh. so she can just knock everybody out. Yeah. Oh, cool. And Im- immediately she recognizes that thing is Iceberg. How yeah. does she know it's a goddamn killer whale? I have no idea, but I-, I have never seen it because I cannot see movies that have real or fake violence against animals because they make me very sad. Yes. But I just wrote, is this the plot to Blackfish? To Blackfish? Yes. Yes, yeah, uh, Iceberg, the man Iceberg, uh, is turned into a killer whale, uh-huh. and that's uh-huh. why they call it Blackfish, because yep. okay. he's okay. a black man. That is, that is inappropriate. That is exactly how it happened. And then SeaWorld obtains him? Yep. Isn't Blackfish about SeaWorld? Yep. And he is a Shamu. Shamu the, is a killer whale. It's a documentary whale. about all the te- about why SeaWorld is terrible and why you should oh, never go there again. Okay. And I couldn't watch it because Sounds I think there, there's cruelty to animals in it. But I, it has a lot to do with killer whales and them like being in captivity and then going crazy, just like just like a certain iceberg. iceberg. So he starts wrecking everything. Oh, and this yes. is when the episode oh, like yes. really starts going off the rails, and we only have like two minutes till the end of the episode at this point. Much like a standard yeah. GI Joe, Act Three goes bonkers, and we have ninety seconds to finish. We get we get a, 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 a some talking, some horrible talking out of iceberg that will haunt my nightmares oh can we get some of that uh mr chin kill me why did i just write penis exclamation point oh i know why (laughs) because you're gina (laughs) (laughs) to be fair though that sounds a lot like when i have to leave the buffet (laughs) You just start smacking people with your flippers. I don't want to say that's what happens. Servers rushing up to I take it all back. I want to be a killer whale. (laughs) Because that sounds delightful. Yeah, that is that that would haunt any dream uh, for years to come. (laughs) Um, It's okay. So we got we we rush to the end here. They set an underwater bomb to blow up the tropodome because G.I. Joe never has an answer outside of just destroy it. Why did he have to say that? <laughs> I, know, like, I, know, here's, I know. Here's my remote detonator. Uh, it's pretty clear it's some sort of remote device, and there's a button. Also, you set up the bomb earlier. Is it is it voice activated? It's voice you have activated. To say, remote yeah. detonator on. <laughs> beep, and then press the button. I feel like they they would have achieved the same thing because they go back and they turn all the all the Cobra guys back. Spoiler alert. They would have achieved the same thing by not blowing up the tropodome, and they would have had access to a lot of crazy science. There is some good science happening yeah. here, even if it's done by bad people. I mean, they end up using wetsuit as a ba- as bait to get ice because icebergs in the ocean now. Yeah, and he's yeah. like swimming around, so they tranquilize uh, iceberg. Yeah, I no, will no, say not that yet. This is not legitimately yet. a fantastic line. Don't you worry, we'll use a seal for bait. 
<laughs> that was good. The Navy SEAL. Yep. That's some yep. good fucking writing right That's good there. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, no, they 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 are flying him over. He's not supposed to actually go into the water, but then the the rope breaks. Then the clutch is out. Yeah, the clutch yeah. is out, which. Uh, is the are they calling the rope the clutch? Well, the clutch the, goes out and then the rope breaks. It was the the crank. two are, should be unrelated because <laughs> it had a crank and then the crank broke, so the thing just started spooling him into the water. Right yeah. down, like it was lessening the stress on the rope, so there was no reason for the rope to then break. Uh, science. <laughs> Yes. Uh, uh, but here's the thing. The whole thing. Why is... didn't you just say the rope is breaking? <laughs> Why did it need? Yeah, it could. Here's the deal because we need to believe their equipment is good. They're GI Joe. So, so here's the thing. So they've set up many times in this episode that uh, if if any of the half human, half animal hybrids turn back into a full human while they're in the water uh-huh. in the Arctic, yep. they will freeze to death within a matter of seconds. Which I, which is is true. Like if you were dropped into the Arctic. Be very cold. It doesn't end you well. Would die. You would die. You would die very than 32 quickly. degrees because of the saltiness of the water. Um, yeah, you would die pretty pretty quickly. So that's that's that checks out. But so that's why they're saying like, oh god, he can't eat a fish or anything while he's in the water. So instead, they wait for him to be on the ice, fresh out of the water. And then they're like, yeah, yeah, let's turn him back right, right now. Right now on we've the got, iceberg. We've got no blankets to wrap him in. Mm-hmm. We've got nothing. He's still wet and cold, lying on ice. And we'll be naked. And and yeah, I wrote like, oh, they're all, I wrote penis because what I meant was, oh, holy crap, they're all seeing his penis right now. How shriveled must it be, though? <laughs> I mean, if you just go out into the pool, it all gets like shriveled up, right? I don't know. So... I want to know what it looked like when it was halfway between human penis and whale penis. Oh, Jesus Christ. Of course you did. <laughs> I mean, we, we kind of saw it. Uh, no, that was just one, fully him. A little bit. Giant penis. Well, they end up giving him the raw meat. They bring him back to normal, and everything's happy days. We still have 15 love, seconds in the episode. Are you sure this drug will work? Yeah, it's a fucking tranquilizer gun. <laughs> What's the weird uh, drug you're talking about? Except, except like sometimes with, with bigger animals or with different digestive systems. Then he should systems. be saying, are you sure you used enough of this drug? Yeah. And we've seen her trank a killer whale in this episode. Yeah, but that was only he was with her when she did that. Okay. Like uh, no, no, he, uh, she drank the no. seal, not the uh, killer whale. Okay, well, then there, she just got it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, okay, so everything's back to normal, and we still have 15 seconds to go, so Dr. Mindbender tries to shoot a missile at them. Uh, yeah, and and the the killer whale from the beginning saves them. As we've learned with the polar bear episode, yep. uh, the Arctic animals love saving them some Joes. They do. Yep. That is now an official member of G.I. <laughs> yes, I was about to say yes. Shamu is now an official member of the Joe team. Mm. But again, I will say... Mindbender has no shirt on. Yep, that is correct. He immediately goes into the water, manages to outswim a killer whale. This is the key. (laughs) He is. uh, You don't have to worry about freezing to death because that dude is swimming faster than an orca. And he just he's just making a beeline. I thought it was he has such a, a drug concoction in his blood sure. that it it would never let him actually freeze to death. I would just figure mm. his abs help him be very aerodynamic <laughs> in the water. And you know what doesn't slow you down while swimming? A cape. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very hydrodynamic cape. And, and then somehow the episode is just over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does his Looney Tunes <laughs> swim away. That's it. And, and and Iceberg has officially gone south. Yeah. That's the other reason why I think it's Antarctica is because Iceberg goes south. He goes into the Tropodome, which is a southern climate. Ooh. I because got nothing. 
This, this, this episode, I loved, I flat out loved this episode. I barely remembered from watching, I remember a couple of the bits here and there. Uh-huh. I did not remember an entire Island of Dr. Moreau iceberg episode. I loved it. And I would absolutely say this is, um, I put it on my list of favorite, like, top three episodes yeah. of season two so far. I loved it. I love the weird ones that have nothing to do with the military. <laughs> Well, th- I think we're finally hitting our groove. I think the first few they focused a lot on like Leatherneck and 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 and, and like Asia. They weren't sure who was going to be the star of the second right. season, but they but they have Sergeant Slaughter right there, and they've barely used him. That's true, probably because they couldn't get him into the voice recording studio. You enough. only have him for so many episodes. <laughs> you got to make him count. You got to send mm-hmm. him back to ancient ancient Greece. <laughs> I have not seen that episode. I Stop know. referring to it. I just it, <laughs> it carries memories because that's the one me and Chan sat. For those who are new to the show, when when we were. A Theorizing the show, I came over to chant the chanchion here, and we watched an episode randomly picked by me, <laughs> uh, apropos of nothing. I was not involved. It happened. Gina was not even on the radar yeah. yet. And so we watched this episode. I go, do you think this is something we could talk about at length? <laughs> and we watched this episode where Sergeant Slaughter and the Joes get transferred by aliens. You, it, it, it's coming up soon. Uh, Ray, do not tell me this plot. It's amazing. And so uh, uh, we're getting that. We're very, very close right now. Good. To actually get to, to do it again. And Chan just said to me afterwards, he's like, yeah, I think we can talk about <laughs> this at length. <laughs> Um, but that's Iceberg Goes South for that. That's it for this episode right here, guys. Uh, a winner. A winner by any stretch of the imagination. Winner, winner, Shamu dinner. Did we pass the Bechtel test? We surprisingly did not. Oh. Uh, the woman. The women talked near each other and, and talked in general to groups. Yeah. Because we had but Lady they, J, we had Mahila. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't ever have an exchange between the two of them. Are but we sh- were any of the werewolves women? Thank you. <laughs> Maybe like, like, doesn't count. Uh, yeah. Plus, I feel like uh, Cobra women aren't dumb enough to volunteer for that crap. When, when, when Doctor Mindbender's like, "Who wants to take part in my experiment?" Yeah, you got to be pretty much on board. Maybe she, if, if Sheila was still around from the Rotten Egg Nazi episode, that's true. She would, she would she sign would up it. to be an orca. She would do anything. hundred percent. Yeah. Will it help Cobra? I'm in. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Why not? Well, guys, let's give you a little bit of contact information before we get on out of here. Uh, we do have a Patreon if you want to be involved in it. Even five bucks a month opens the bonus vault of bonus episodes. Uh, we are taking also uh, to go to Patreon uh, from our – there's a link from our Facebook page, facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. We are going to be taking a poll uh, of which Christmas episode we are going to do. We'll run it all the way through the weekend. and We'll let you, the people, decide which special Christmas episode uh, based on the choices we will give you. And that will be great. So go on there this weekend. No, we'll get and check you, it out. No, you have the option of no. suggesting anything you want. You, you suggested happen on Wednesday. As this airs on Friday, we will I have see. chosen the, the finalists, and I we will see. let the people choose this weekend. I think that seems. Strange. I think we should still leave it open in case someone comes uh, out of left field with some balls crazy thing. Yeah, that, uh, me too. Okay, here's the deal. Too. If you blow us away, we'll skip the polling entirely and do yours. <laughs> yeah. So there is still an opening. There's um, a possibility that some of you could win the electoral votes, but not the popular votes. Yeah, it's very it's very uh, current. I'm just saying when I was looking around for suggestions, I ran across uh, some sort of Emmanuel Lewis, Mr. T Christmas special. And I was like, oh, my God, something like that exists. So there must be some some just uh, bug nutty, crazy thing that's out there somewhere. Oh, I mean, the craziest thing I've ever seen, not a cartoon, Star Wars 
holiday special. I was wondering if you were going to say that, yeah. Dear God, that was the I weirdest. I don't think you could pay me enough to sit I, through it again. I, 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 I still feel weird when I think about it. <laughs> I, I have PTSD. I always think like, well, it couldn't have been that bad. And then I try to watch it again, and it's, it is that bad. I thought, I'm a big enough Star Wars fan that anything is going to be good. And then halfway through, I felt like I was on mushrooms. Yeah. It's 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 crazy. Well, uh, you guys, you can hit it. So do that for the holidays. Uh, it's 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 Christmas and holiday time right now in December, and we want to give you something. <laughs> we want to give you a gift from us. Yay! Uh, in addition, you can hit us up on Twitter. Uh, we are at GI Joe Podcast as a group, but individually, I am at Almighty Ray. I'm at nine hundred ninety nine RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And that's gonna do it for Iceberg Go South. We'll be back on Wednesday to wrap up this, and maybe we'll even uh, keep it on the rails for a change. Eh. Unlikely, <laughs> unflipping likely. Uh, Gina, do you want to sing us out some Christmas shoes? Uh... So I laid the money down. I just have to go without. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Hello, dear listeners. Do you enjoy playing video games with your best friends? Then I have the pod for you. I'm Philip, host of The Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Each week, my co-host Nave and I break down a cooperative experience in gaming. And we are always looking for new co-op partners to join us. So come play with us on The Gaming Together podcast. So I'm standing over this toilet taking a piss and I'm playing my Pokemon and I dropped it in the toilet. I remember the Game Boy just tumbling in the water. And I remember screaming for my mom, trying to get this Game Boy. Wait, how old are you? And she yelled at me. She yelled at me. Oh my god. Traumatized. I was like, no, my, my Pokemon. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Come on down, co op partners.